0: I would encourage all of our owners to really pay attention to the conversations that are going on in their companies. I recently, uh, you know, I have a company, a small company here in Colorado Springs, and uh, we recently had a manager, and and this manager would have this meeting, company-wide meeting every Monday morning, and I was never there. I was there on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, one Monday morning, I was up early and I had a clear schedule. I was in town. I'm, like, I'm just going to stop in. And I walked in the meeting and this manager was it was basically uh, just a, a, a criticism series of events about you did this wrong and I didn't get this paperwork signed and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 that's not who we are. I mean, you got to have those conversations with people. Uh, and, but I said, listen, we start these meetings. And celebrate these great reviews we talk about Joe did this great Sally did this great this homeowner said that like that's the focus of the meeting and then oh by the way guys we got to make sure we get our finance paperwork signed or whatever and, and that particular person is not with our company anymore and that was one of the reasons uh, that you got to institutionalize that stuff and you got you got to inspect what you expect yeah
1: hard on yeah. the problem soft on the people yeah you, saw, public, heard you said, yeah you saw public praise private constructive commentary so you would praise the idea that some people are finishing their paperwork for financing and that's how you talk in the meeting privately in the meeting if i'm not filling out my financing paperwork you bring me in the office and say hey gary you know i need you to do better what can i do to help you finish your paperwork so you you you, you reinforce the behavior patterns that you want in the meetings and that's that's just uh, awesome that you're that you no longer have that person as part of your organization
0: yeah. because that's a cancer well, by the way, uh, your three-day boot camp had a little bit to do with that, by the way, because some things (laughs) came out at your
2: boot camp to our management team that we weren't aware of that we rectified very... And I love how you called it constructive commentary, not criticism. It's not criticism. I don't even call it feedback. It's just information. It's not good or bad. It's not right or wrong. It's, okay, what happened... And what's the lesson? Is it useful? How does it serve us? And
1: yeah. the standard exists as part of the standard operating procedure, that if financing paperwork, we were talking about that needs to be completed, that's the standard. So we, we look at the standard and talk about the construct- constructive comments based on the standard. Yeah. This is how we do it. Because it's not personal. This is why we do it. Right. And constructive so, criticism is personal. Yeah, it feels personal. It so. feels personal. Which gets right back to the idea that people remember how you made them feel. Not necessarily what the money was.
2: So, so I think we should talk about the wow and the subwow experiences. Yeah, uh, some, some examples. Experiences. So, we just had a great experience
0: at my house. Uh, my wife wanted some painting done, and she uh, has had horrible experience with the contractors in the house. I mean, some of the stuff that's that's happened. One of my, one of the famous ones that she'll always talk about is we have a rather large house, and we had some guys in there doing some work a couple of years ago, and she's like on the main level. They're upstairs in the master bedroom, you know, personal space. And all of a sudden she hears somebody say, Marco, Marco. And she walks out of her office and goes to look and looks upstairs. It's like, Can I help you? He goes, You're supposed to say polo. Like, you know, like they thought she was gonna play some kind of Marco Polo game with them. It was just she's like, This is really weird. Uh, but this great experience we had with the painting company. I was gonna say, this is the great experience. I don't know. So she wanted this painting, she interviewed some several guys. Of course, we didn't go with the cheap guy. We went with the company come in and just knocked our socks off right? They were super thorough in the sales process. But the delivery, the operational process was even more impressive. So the day came that they were supposed to be there. And a guy knocks on the door, a guy we hadn't met before, wasn't the salesman, wasn't one of the painters. He was a project manager. And he was dressed in dockers and, you know, obviously a manager of some sort. And he walks in and he introduced himself to my wife. And she says, my husband's in the kitchen. He came in, introduced himself. And he said, ma'am, we walked through the house and just out, you know, make sure I, so they walked through 15 minutes, the house, we're doing this, we're doing that. And uh, he comes back to the front door. He goes, "Uh, can I bring my team in now? And my wife says, well, yeah. And he brought about five guys in one by one and introduced them to my wife and said, we're going to go to work. And then took them. Every afternoon at 2 o'clock he would call us. They were there about three days. Every afternoon at 2 o'clock he would call. Any questions and follow up? It was just like the most amazing customer service experience I couldn't believe it and I'm gonna tell you my wife was so impressed she's like I can't wait till somebody asked me for a referral for a painting company right It was Greg unseth painting for the here in Colorado Springs and uh, been around for 30 years long time company and she was I cannot wait to to, to recommend these guys she did, was, she did she write a review absolutely oh, yeah oh, she did awesome. yeah and he asked for it specifically yeah. at the end and he get, he said I, I get compensated so please do this and of course she went right out because she wanted to she, right. she felt obligated right. to do that but they're not all those kind of experiences so no. we had one here today in the studios and I'll kind of let you comment on that and kind of what we discovered
2: yeah well we, we're not sure how we, we know what the issue was we had some plumbing backup issue and it was apparently there's a drain that's under the flooring here in the studio and this was all just put in this place was all just fit up for us and we're and releasing this space so we have to call the property management company uh, you know, in order to get service, right? Because we can't obviously as the tenant you know, call directly. So we call the property management company, they call some plumbing outfit, don't know how that went, right? But then some plumbers showed up. The plumbers that showed up drove into the parking lot and they did not have a logoed vehicle. The two gentlemen that got out of the vehicle did not have on uniforms. When they came into the building, the one younger gentleman was wearing a pair of sunglasses and walked in and of course they... It, it, the went, whole, it,
0: no it, introductions. The, no inside introductions. The building. Hi, I'm no introduction, I'm yeah. going to take care yeah. of you today. But he walked... With the, that was weird with the sunglasses. Walked in with, inside, with the dude. sunglasses yeah. Yeah. on. Yeah.
2: Yep. No introductions. Um, they met with Andy who oversees the studio here and there, there was some conversation behind the scenes that we did not know of and, and how they were directed to what the was problem was and then they went about doing what they did and you know based on what we saw and heard and where we ended up with it is that uh they definitely went and got a router and rooted out the you know the, the you know the sewer line uh but clearly there was coming up under this new uh you know uh laminate floor that we've got here, uh, you know, there's there's water in this space. Now we're gonna have to worry about probably a mold issue or something of that nature, or the warping of the boards at some point. Um, we're not sure, but uh, I don't know who cleaned that up, if they cleaned that up or not. There's still water in that main room over there. Yeah. But uh, you know, so what what happened? And again, I don't know if they offered. They certainly didn't. You know, wouldn't talk to us because we're not technically the customer. But I don't know if they they called well, you're the kind property. Of a big deal, so they're not going to approach you anyway. <laughs> I, I, I don't know come, if they uh, come talk to me. I, I don't come, know if they yeah, called a the property come. management company and offered a sewer reline. But here's what happened. Okay, uh, we have a picture that uh, will uh, hopefully get edited into this that shows the one of the plumbers. I think the younger guy, barehanded, holding what is in the trash can that they left for us and in our trash can, okay? He had no gloves on his hands and he's holding this and he threw this into our trash can, left this gift for us, pulled this out of our system, the roots and whatnot. Uh, it's no, I'm not sure that's a hairball, I think it's just roots and whatnot that were backing up the system and, and causing this, you know, this backup that we've experienced. But he held it up, we you know, took a picture of it and shared it with the guys, and then of course put it into our trash. <coughs> I'm assuming he must have gone to the bathroom and sprinkled on the, around the bowl there and because he left the seat up and didn't put that down and wipe off the, the pee. And then how do we know this? Because he left the sunglasses on the sink. So thankfully I'm believing, hoping for the best that he washed his hands after all of this. Right, but, and of course, the, and then left.
1: But he left the uh, tinkle on the sprinkle. He on left the, seat. the sprinkle on the on the yeah. The so seat, that was the seat the, that was the QC check.
2: Yeah, that was the yeah. QC check. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>, so so, <laughs> so yeah. You know, I guess at the end of the day, what I would say is what I, t- what I took away from this was, I don't know what the communication was with our team behind the scenes. I don't know what the communication was with the property management company you know, behind the scenes, what they were offered to kind of solve the problem long-term. Because to me, there's still holes in the pipe, right? Uh, it, How did the
1: root get there in the first place?
2: Exactly. It came through the pipe somehow. So um, I'm wondering if, you know, what what that was all about. But, you know, for us, the tenant, sprinkled on the, uh, you know, on the bowl, left that there, left the seat up, left the sunglasses here. I, I assume this gentleman will probably circle back and look for his sunglasses, which will be an inconvenience to the tenant, which is Andy, uh, you know, behind the scenes. And so a less than, I call it the SWOW experience, like right? the subwow experience. <laughs> and and like I said, um, it's we were just, we were the experiencers, here in the room observing what was going on around us, right? Think about this if you were the homeowner or the building owner and this was going on.
0: I mean, how difficult would it have been to wrap the trash bag up and say, hey, do you have another trash bag? I'll replace yeah. it. And take that with you. Like, you just gotta think. There were no shoe like covers, no gloves. No not gloves, no shoe Common covers, no sense.
1: Yeah. No uniform, no introduction. toilet and sprinkle on it, clean yeah. it up, take your sunglasses. Uh,
0: technicians, installers, salespeople, uh, I saw a post. I guess he Facebook. wanted to test his work.
2: Maybe that's what it was. He was testing his yeah. work.
0: Okay. Hey, I saw a Facebook post, and a guy said, uh, "How do you go about asking the homeowner if you can take a number two in their bathroom?" <laughs> like you don't. You done. get a bucket, and you go in your truck. I don't know what you do, but there's no circumstance. I got to run and get a part. Oh my goodness! Like people just think. Like step back, take a deep breath. What are the homeowners going to experience here? Right? Let me take the trash. Let me wipe up the the toilet. Common sense, common courtesy. And I'll I'll submit without really knowing the data or the facts,
1: but I'll submit that that guy who's running that plumbing company probably thinks that he can't get a higher price and his price is low. And he's not thinking about the difference between, you know, delivering something that's a great experience Versus your S Wow experience, yeah, and he's going to argue in his own mind that he can't raise his prices or charge the right amount in order to do the job right. in a way where the customer experience is there.
2: Well, I guarantee we got the guy. You, who, guarantee you, he's the guy whining about price. He's the guy who's whining about price, but guess what? He's also the guy who is available, right? Yeah. Whereas the premium company is <laughs> it may or may not have people, right? Right, because they're booked out, right? Right. So we got we got apparently what the landlord was willing to pay for
0: it right well we definitely got what we paid for but it's just two you know examples opposite ends of the spectrum just being thoughtful think about what the homeowner's experiencing if you're in a home especially with women and kids and maybe the husband's not there like you know we I mean, don't scream marco polo don't leave crap in the trash wipe the toilet seat put your food your your shoe covers on how can we ensure that this? Can I give you
1: a painter experience? That's a that's a yeah. wow. Yeah, please. So we're doing. Well, you've running. had lots of contractors. doing this renovation lately. Yeah. And so the painter uh, is uh, one of the subcontractors, and so you meet with the subcontractors on a Reno, and you know what kind of paint you want, what colors, blah blah blah. So uh, he uh, he creates uh, the initial proposal. I love today that you were talking about proposals are just uh, potentially lazy salesperson's crutch. So the number comes back, and um, you know my wife sees the proposal number. And it's, uh, it's about $44,000 to paint the house. It's the, these are all the interior walls. Yeah. And now this is, a, this is basically a- it Must be a small a, house. It's a renovation construction project. So my wife freaks out. She's like, $44,000, you can paint this house. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not painting the house. Like, I'm not getting up on the ladders and doing this anymore. Like, I'm old. So Your fee is like $200,000. <laughs> she had the, no the, idea so what the, she was asking so, for But there. the process works out. Really, it's, it's a great end to the story because- uh, the, 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 painter who's named Mauricio, Mauricio says, well, if you would do me the honor for letting me explain to you, like what I'm going to do and what my process is, I think I can justify, you know, what's going on. So we meet with Mauricio. Mauricio talks about, this is what I'm going to do. You know, first I'm going to do this. I'm going to, and then I'm going to do a primer coat. Then I'm going to come back after everybody else bangs up my walls. I'm going to repatch everything. I'm going to paint it again. And he said, then there'll be a third and final coat right before you move in. So he's actually putting three coats on new construction drywall, which if in a new house, typically you you get a primer coat and you're gonna get somebody to spray on a paint coat. So he's doing custom colors Mm -hmm. and he's doing three coats. And he said, you know, that's my process. And my wife at the end, when we were done, she, you know, he left, she goes, I had no idea that he was gonna spend that much time and energy and and do all the things and the steps that he was going to do she goes actually that sounds like that's a pretty good price yeah. so the value justification changed from oh my god that seems like an outrageous number to once she understood the value and the painter did a pretty good job of explaining she that wanted. she was she's like yeah this is great and uh and i think i just showed you guys you know he just yes, he just did, did some yeah. painting stuff and uh staining the doors and just doing mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff and the guy's doing a tremendous job so he's a great craftsman but he also understands customer experience.
2: And one thing, because yeah, I know that I know where you are in the stage of this project. The one thing I, I might, you know, uh, uh, offer to you, having bought a new construction property uh, in October of 2020, is to basically say the The other thing that I do want, Mauricio, is that after we move all of our furniture in and the movers move all of our stuff in, is that you come back <laughs> and touch up touch up, touch up, up. <laughs> anything. Because trust me, <laughs> I need a whole new paint job. Yeah, you know that's <laughs> after interesting the though
0: because <laughs> that service we had with the uh with the painter there were some touch-up things but we still give them rave, rave reviews there's going to be people understand there's going to be imperfections but we knew when we called them it was going to happen and of course it did just you know johnny on the spot i don't know if it was you or russ i was doing an event with and i think it was russ and he he, he had a term i forget the term maybe you'll know it that basically when when you do something good you kind of leverage that across your company Right. So if I do something good initially, it's called the halo effect. The halo effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did a great job. If you ever get a, check, a chance to check out uh, I talk Russ. about the halo effect. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, at this particular event, I was you probably taught Russ the halo effect. We both but, do. But yeah. Russ taught me because I was doing an event with him and it was brilliant. Like you could do one nice thing and that that makes everybody in your company look good. So the project manager did such a good job when the painters made some mistakes. That halo effect extended, I'm like, we weren't mad at him. I'm like, hey, just come take it. It, it, it was amazing the way one good thing could just lead to such a great experience. Maybe, even when it's not perfect. Made you feel good even though it wasn't a perfect yeah. technical experience. Well, we knew they would take care of it. Right. Just our experience, like, we're not going to have any problem. You knew he cared. Yeah. He cared absolutely. about, he cared about so you. So I think what you guys are saying, and maybe I'm misunderstanding you, is that it's kind of important. It's kind of a big deal to be aware of the service we're delivering.
2: Yeah. Yeah. so the way you're the way you're going to ensure that this happens, okay, is is to whiteboard this, right? Get into the room with your installers, get into a room with your maintenance technicians, get into the room with your, your service technicians, your electricians, your plumbers, and say, you know, what would, you know, what do you think would create for a wow experience and what would create for a swow experience, right? And and let's make sure that we all understand it, right? And empower and so you know, empower the people with the mindset, here are the things that you can do right here are the things you definitely want to stay away from and, and make sure that you talk about it if you just kind of say hey this is, we want to create a wow experience and then leave it up to your people you know do good deeds for free whatever you think is a good deed they're not gonna figure that out right you create the scenarios in which we can you know gamify it and and give them real-world examples of the things that we can do to make that impact
1: I'm gonna layer one more element on that yeah, please so, so probably the smartest thing I ever did in business relative to that
0: next to partnering with us yeah oh
1: well that's clearly the smartest thing i've ever <laughs> we did a focus group and yeah, in fact my group. agency is going to get into that space that's to create a great focus idea groups. and so we're going to do that for the contractors a part of contract university we'll offer that service to be able to go find 10 homeowners and have them in a room and conduct an, an unarbitrated experience where we're asking questions. Yeah,
0: that's going to be some eye opening. And the technicians and the installers
1: yeah. and the company will video it, of course, but you could be there. And so we did this long ago, 2006, I think, is when, when I paid for it. And what, what happened was all the customers basically created the ideas of what the SubWow experience was. So the moderator is asking, what kind of things are you wanting from a contractor? What makes you feel good? What are the problems? What have you experienced that made you angry? Why would you write a good review? what makes you, what yeah. triggers you, what makes you happy. And, the, and these, we had like 10 women and they were just basically tearing people apart, wow. but it made the impact that's upon cool. the crew that okay. went, hey, it's not just Gary sitting up you know, on the whiteboard saying, do it this way. It's a great idea. So that's a process I think for a little larger company or frankly, well, as, certain, as EGIA, maybe
0: we think about doing that and producing that certain, content yes, for our company. Whether iMarket does it or EGIA does it to offer that service, I'm the first customer in line We're doing I would it. pay We're do it. to have you guys come in, yeah. interview 10 of our customers, yeah. record it, and let me show my people what the people are really thinking? We'll put them behind a two-way mirror in a room. They there can sit go. in and watch it.
2: So we did that at Cameron and Sons, uh, you know, back in the '90s. And this is, of course, before reviews existed and, and the internet existed, yeah. right? So this was the early '90s, early to mid '90s before we sold the business. And we did that. And 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 be careful what you you you, you ask because you may not want the answer. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you may not want to hear the answer. And and a lot of you contractors are basically saying, you know, we do surveys and we do uh, and we do reviews, and you basically think that you're you're hearing. No, you're not really hearing it. You're hearing what they're willing to invest the time to tell you. But someone who is incentivized to show up at a thing and, and, and respond to questions, and the, the questions and the dialogue happens, and now the environment is created in which they feel safe to share things uh, and really tell you what they think of your company, that's invaluable. That is far that beyond truth. what you get. Yeah, You'll get yeah. well beyond what they'll share in a review or a you, social media post. I'm a firm
0: believer. You can go to any training, any event, any content, and if you could take one idea away, and me just sitting here, like, I don't know how I never thought about that, but that's a brilliant idea because you're going to get the unvarnished truth from these homeowners Yeah, that you can use. You can record that stuff, and, yeah, you can have your guys watch it behind a two-way mirror, but you can record it and use it for training for eons.
2: Yeah, it becomes part of the onboarding process for any of your team yeah, in the absolutely. future. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and here's the cool thing, whether these people had a good experience or, or, or had some chinks in the armor so that they're you know, not really great, these people who come to the focus group, they become your lifelong partners yeah. They, they, because they know you're going to make the changes, yeah. right? And they say, sure. this is what I wanted. And oh, I didn't think about these things, but right. the other seven people in the room gave me ideas. Yeah, I want the, all those things right. too. Right. And then guess yeah. what? I'm going to buy your service agreement. Yeah. Yeah. And then no, they become right. your advocates and your ambassadors. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that was a, a, a real good 10 minute discussion about customer <laughs> yeah. service. We might have a couple of episodes in that right there. Uh, Andy's favorite, lots of content he can slice and dice up for us, but great, great insights, guys. Great content and great ideas for contractors like me and everybody out there, and I know you own contracting companies too, and I think you're getting back in the business. We were talking about that, um, but great ideas and great content, great insight. We appreciate it. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Wow, wow, not swell. Wow sucks. Wow rocks. <laughs> awesome. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.